Hi, welcome back. Quick disclaimer, I am again in my dorm room, so please excuse any weird noises that you might hear. And then on top of that, my microphone just broke, so that's super awesome. And I'm just recording straight to my computer, so probably won't sound too good. I don't know. Hopefully it sounds okay. But originally, I was planning to talk about something completely different until I sat down to talk and I just felt like I needed to talk about like loving your body and having a healthy relationship with your body and food and um, where I've been in regards to recovering from my eating disorder and all of that. And so I don't really know. I don't have anything planned. I'm just hopefully I'll find my thoughts along the way, but I'm just rolling with it because maybe, I don't know, my gut knows something I don't and someone needed to hear this. Yeah, I don't know. So I did an episode on eating disorders though, like back in March or maybe April, kind of like when I first started this podcast. And so I'm not going to just repeat everything I said then. So go listen to that one if you want to. And also though, if you feel like listening to me talk about this type of stuff will be more harmful than good, then please do not listen. But I think, at least in my case, listening to other people's experiences and stories was always really helpful for me and just like made me feel less crazy. I don't know. And so that's all I'm trying to do here. Obviously, I'm not a therapist or whatever, but I came to share my thoughts and my experiences. And when I recorded that episode, yeah, back months and months ago, I've gotten just so many messages since then of people telling me that they needed to hear that or whatever and that they were going through the same thing and it like broke me like just was so sad that other people were struggling with those things and like feeling terrible and it made me so sad but at the same time it made me feel grateful that like we aren't alone and if me sharing my experience can help anyone then like it totally makes it worth it that I had to go through it and So, yeah, so go listen to that episode if you want, Um, but I will give a brief little recap. I had an eating disorder starting, like, in eighth, around eighth grade, and then I started recovering right before my junior year of high school, and so now I've been in recovery for, like, a little over two, two years, which is crazy, and that seems like such a long time, but I don't know. If someone were to ask me now, like, if I had an eating disorder, I would tell them no, But at the same time, I feel like the recovery kind of is just a constant thing. And every day I'm having to try and work and be better. And it's hard. And I definitely, I feel like every day I'm getting better. But there also are some days that are bad days. But now I can kind of say that my good days 100% outweigh my bad days. And I am to a way better place. Um... But yeah, so you're not alone if you have an eating disorder or if you just have the insecurities about your body or whatever, then I think everyone has those. And I don't want any of us to have those thoughts though. And one in five women have eating disorders. It's just, yeah, you're not alone. So please know that. Um, But yeah, I think part of the reason maybe this has kind of been on my mind is just a couple days ago, I was going to go over to visit my grandpa because he was not doing too well and I went to the grocery store and I saw that they had donuts and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get grandpa donuts because something about my grandpa is he loves donuts, like more than anyone else I know. And so I grabbed the donuts at the grocery store. I put them in the box and I bring them over to his house and I'm eating these donuts with him. Then I realized what a big deal this was 
because for my whole life, I've been really lucky. My grandpa lived right next door to me. And then like a year ago, he moved up here to where I am in college. And then a year later, I ended up moving here for college. So really the timing was like pretty perfect. And I've been able to live like my whole life with him, which is just one of my greatest blessings. But I used to, when I was little, go over to his house like every single day and he'd keep these box of Krispy Kreme donuts on top of his fridge and he'd pull them down and he'd heat up a donut for me and he'd pour himself a glass of milk and we'd just eat these donuts. And we'd like discuss our favorite donuts and how we liked Krispy Kreme, but I'm in Dunkin' Donuts and like, I don't know, it was, we just, it was both of our favorite desserts. It's our favorite treat. So here I am, flash forward to just a couple days ago, and I'm eating these donuts. And it hit me what a big deal this was, because for the past couple years, I haven't really been able to share this love for donuts with my grandpa. Because at one point along the way, donuts stopped being just something to love and to do, to enjoy something with your grandpa. And I stopped being food as food as something to eat to fuel my body and whatever and I just started fearing donuts and lots of other foods too but now it was like going over to my grandpa's house is I was wondering okay is grandpa gonna offer me a donut if he does offer me a donut am I gonna say yes am I gonna say no if I do say yes then what am I gonna do to make up for it am I gonna not eat tomorrow am I gonna not eat breakfast am I gonna go work out am I gonna throw up like what am I gonna do and here I am now just a couple days ago eating these donuts and I wasn't thinking any of those thoughts I was just eating the donut because it looked good and I love donuts and my grandpa loves donuts and it was just a little thing a little part of our relationship and I know that's like such a small insignificant thing but really it felt so significant in that moment of that I finally got to do this again with my grandpa and yeah, I don't know. I just felt really like proud of myself that I've gotten to the point where I can eat donuts again, I guess. And if you have an eating disorder, like you should be proud of yourself every single day because every single day is like a constant battle and doing anything is that much harder because you don't have any room in your head. It feels like to think about anything besides what you've eaten, what you haven't eaten, what you want to eat, what you're going to eat what you're going to do to make up for it, your body, all of that. And it's so consuming and takes up every single inch of your brain that things are hard to do. And so be proud of yourself that every day you're like getting through it. But right now I'm just like, I don't know, I'm feeling just so grateful and yeah, proud of myself and strong and that I just can eat donuts again. <laughs> I just... Yeah, it's so, like, simple. And to some people who maybe have never dealt with these type of things in their life, they'd be like, what? <laughs> You're eating a donut. Like, it's not a big of a deal, but it really just felt like a big deal to me. So, anyways, what have I been doing to get to this point and to get better? Well, I think one of the first things that I recommend doing is to write in your journal, write specifically, like, today was a good day. I wasn't, like... I didn't throw up, I didn't, whatever, like I ate today, write that down, and then also write down what you did that day, and then on your bad days, write down how you're feeling and also what you did that day, and now, because I've done that, I can look back and I can see there is a little bit of a correlation between when I have good days, when I have bad days, and 
not always, but oftentimes my good days are usually the days where I was being like really productive and busy and doing fun things and being with my friends and learning and growing and trying new things. And those were my good days where my thoughts weren't all about my body and everything. And my bad days are the days where I was just like kind of alone at my house and just in my own thoughts. And so I'm not saying to go distract yourself so you can't hear yourself think because I don't think that's good. But at the same time, sometimes we find ourselves just dwelling in our insecurities and our intrusive thoughts. And if you can force yourself to kind of go out and do things, it's hard at first because you are so tired because your brain is just overworked by being by thinking about all those things about your body and whatever. But the more you do it slowly, I think your thoughts, your intrusive thoughts, whatever, will start to be drowned out by all the things that you're learning and doing. And so go out there and like try new things and make plans and paint or go do something with your friends or go watch a movie with them or go on a walk or take a different class and I don't know, just learn and grow and keep busy. But at the same time, be careful to where you don't keep busy for your entire life just so you can't hear yourself think because that isn't good. And then at a moment where you are alone with your thoughts, you might crash and that won't be good. So that's my first tip though and journal about it so that you can see maybe, maybe you have some other triggers or you realize that there were some people that when you hang out with them, then you have worse days and you realize that maybe they don't have a great relationship with food and it was kind of has been triggering to you and you can see he makes you feel good and all that. So keep tabs on it. My next thing is I love, I love my body, but I'm not like obsessed with my body. And some days I'm like feeling really confident, but some days I do look at the mirror and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling gross. I feel a little icky. I'm not obsessed, but I still love her, but I'm just instead going to, I'm going to put on some sweats and a sweatshirt because my body looks the exact same in sweats and a sweatshirt as it always does. So put that on and I just don't need to focus on my body. And everyone, you know, you probably heard the quotes like the least interesting, interesting thing about you is what you look like. And I'd heard that a million times. I never fully believed it because I'd be like, um, do you see the world we live in? Like, I don't think that's true. But I finally am really holding on to that and realizing that it's kind of true. And I do love who I am as a person. And so on these days when I look at the mirror and I'm like, okay, playing a little icky. It's okay. I'll put on sweatshirts. It's okay because I just love my personality. (laughs) Like I'm awesome and people do want to be my friend and being confident about that then just takes my mind off being insecure about my body. Then if I am going out and having to see people or whatever, it's like, well, who cares? Cause like, they're really going to like me for who I am. And if you feel like, well, I'm insecure about my body, but I also am insecure about who I am as a person. Like I can't do that. I can't whatever. Well, I was there too at one point, like I was so insecure about my body and often even kind of bled into who I was as a person. And I just thought I had no self-discipline and that 
I was just a loser. Like, I don't know. I just didn't like myself at all. But once I separated the two a little bit and I just started focusing, stopped focusing on my body and letting my body be what decided if I had a good day or not, I just started really focusing on growing as a person and doing more things to become a better person. And so now I can confidently say that I'm confident about who I am. And if you're hearing this and you're like, yeah, Ellie, I know, like, I know people say that, but like, I can't do it. It seems impossible. Trust me, I've been there. Like when, and when, when people would talk about just anything about recovering from eating disorder, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But like, how? Like, I really don't think I can. I don't think I can ever get to that point. But I want my experience and my journey to hopefully give you hope because at one point I didn't think it was possible, but it is. And I have gotten so much better and it's such a slow process where like you maybe don't even notice that you're getting better. And then some days you will have a bad day and you fall back a few steps. But then all of a sudden something's going to happen where you're eating donuts with your grandpa and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm eating donuts with my grandpa and it's fun and I'm not like stressed and worried. And it's going to hit you that you've, you've gotten better. And it's a constant thing. And I still have my bad days. But yeah, my good days really do outweigh my bad days. So my next thing that's really helped me is practicing intuitive eating. And I don't know. I, I had had kind of a bad day, actually, like maybe like six months ago. And I was just not feeling yeah, too confident, too hot or anything And I pulled up my phone and I go on TikTok, which usually is not the best thing to do if you're feeling not good and whatever, having intrusive thoughts. But I went on to my phone anyways. I was going on TikTok and thankfully I ended up working out that day because this lady popped up onto my phone and I don't know, she's probably like about 60, but she was talking about how for her, like for 20 years of her life, she was a crazy dieter and She'd go on these diets, she'd lose weight, but then she'd gain it back, and then she'd go back on the diet or try a different diet, and it was just always like losing weight, gaining weight, and very restrictive, and she wasn't happy. It was hard until one day when she was like 40, she finally decided, I'm just going to be an intuitive eater, and she had to work on it. It wasn't a constant like thing, I guess, but she started intuitive eating, and really what that means is it's just... If you're hungry, you eat. And yeah, to someone who's never like dealt with any of this type of stuff, they'd be like, duh, like, what do you mean? Yeah, if you're hungry, you eat food. But to my mind, that was such a like groundbreaking thought. Like it was like common sense, but also why did I never like thought about that before? Like that's as simple as it is. Because, I mean, it wasn't my fault, I think, because of just the world we live in and social media and maybe the people we're around or whatever, we don't realize that it's that simple. And we go on these diets and we think that being hungry is a bad thing. And so you're hungry and you're like, well, I'm not allowed to eat. I'm not allowed to eat. And then you put that food and across the room and you're just looking at it thinking, I'm so hungry, but I can't eat. And you are scared of hunger. You fear it. But this idea of just eating, if you're hungry, you eat. And then when you're no longer hungry, you can stop eating. And you know what? If you're craving that cookie, you can eat that cookie. 
But once you're no longer hungry, then stop eating cookies or eat that cookie, but then also eat something healthy. It's really just pretty simple. But so I I see this TikTok and I'm like, okay, okay, like that's going to be me. I'm going to do that now. And I go to bed and I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm an intuitive eater, but I was an intuitive eater overnight. Like I really still would struggle and I then would get mad at myself. I'm like, Ellie, but you know, like, you know, it's as simple as just intuitive eating. What are you doing? Like, whatever. And I just thought that I must be really screwed up that I can't get better. And so, yeah, if you feel that way, you're not alone, but you can get better because now I feel like I am an intuitive eater and I trust my body. I trust hunger. I know that if I'm hungry, I'm hungry for a reason. And now I trust myself to go. If I feel that hunger, I can go eat. And then my body isn't scared wondering when it's going to eat again because it just knows anytime it's hungry, it's going to eat. And then my body knows that maybe I was working out way more today or I was just being more active or I was being in the sun. So it needs more food. And so I'm going to be more hungry and that's okay. I can eat more food that day. Then maybe there's other days where like I'm feeling sick and I don't eat too much, but I trust that my body like knows what was going on or in my period, like if all of a sudden I'm craving a lot of food, like I'm going to trust it. I'm going to go eat that food. My body knows what's going on. It isn't just going to like poison us. It wants to be healthy. And so work on that relationship between your brain and your stomach and your hunger because when your brain, your brain gets so confused, same with your body, when you're having an eating disorder or you're on these diets or whatever and it's hungry and you don't let it eat, it's like, okay, well, and then it can't understand itself and it kind of freaks out and then finally do start eating and then it's like, okay, well, I don't know when you're going to let me eat again, so I might as well just eat as much as I can right now because maybe I won't even eat at all tomorrow. So then you kind of binge or whatever, your body gets confused. And so if you can start trusting your body, trusting your hunger, and intuitively eating, your world is like going to be changed. You're going to feel so free, just the best feeling. And now I know like, yeah, those Cheetos or whatever it is, like those look good, but I'm not hungry right now. But once I get hungry, I can go downstairs. I can go eat them. Like, it's that simple. I don't have to. I'm not scared of it. I'm not scared that I'm never going to allow myself to eat it. Just I can eat whatever I want whenever I want to. And it's really, really freeing. And again, it's a process. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. But trust me, with time, slowly you'll be able to get there. So the next thing that I just have done recently is like a month ago when I moved into my new dorm, I printed all these pictures and I hung them up on my wall and I printed one picture of just myself. And it's the picture of me when I was like six years old. I actually had put it on my Instagram story a little bit ago because I had been having just a hard day where I was being hard on myself about a whole array of different things, but also about my body and food and things. And I stumbled upon this cute picture of me. I'm just like, have my hand on my hip and this grin. And I'm wearing this outfit that I remember being obsessed with. It was like this rainbow butterfly dress. And I just look so happy. And I stumbled across it when I was having this hard day. And I realized, I was like, I love that little girl. Like, she's so cute. Like, I want to be your friend. And I realized that she's like still in me. And all these like negative, mean things that I had been saying to her 
to myself that day or whatever, I was really also saying to her. And I then also think, like, if I look into, if my future self were to look back on me now and see that maybe there were days where, like, I decided not to go to that dinner with my friends or whatever because I was scared of, like, what food might be there and all that stuff, she would be so sad. She'd be like, what? No, like, 18-year-old Ellie was so cute. Like, why did she not do it? And it'd make her sad. And so what I've been doing is I've been trying to keep my future self in mind because I want to make her proud and also my little self in mind, my six-year-old self, and realizing that that's still who I am. Like, I don't want to hurt either of them. And so I have that picture of me on my wall, and I just, like, see every day, and it's just, like, kind of a good little reminder. And I don't know. So I recommend, I recommend doing that. And then lastly, I want to talk about, I kind of briefly said this, like to journal and keep track of maybe of your good days and bad days. And maybe you'll see that there are some people that you were by on your bad day. And maybe part of that had to do with making you feel that way. And people have messaged me about that. And they're like, what do you do when someone like triggers you? And I have these friends who are like, oh, you haven't eaten anything today. And you're just like, uh. And it, it is triggering. It is hard. And so what have I done to do with that? So I'm like super open about my eating disorder now. Like I'll pretty much tell anyone. And so I just like kind of let that be known. And I think that then it kind of lets people be a little more conscious of their thoughts. But obviously that's hard. I know a lot of people don't feel comfortable just like telling everyone. And But I think if it's someone close enough to you that you're seeing all of the time, then you need to tell them and you need to say like, hey, like, it's not your fault, but like, I'm struggling and it would be so helpful to me. Like, if you could just be careful about what you say, like when you say this, it just kind of triggers me. And if it's someone who you're not that close to and whatever, then you don't need to hang out with them all the time. Like, if you don't feel comfortable enough to tell them that what they're saying is like hurtful, then why are you hanging out with them? And I know sometimes maybe it's someone you go to school with or you work with, whatever. But I think you can just try and avoid them a little bit more. I don't know. And I've just found that the people who I've told have been very um, accepting and have just wanted to do better and be better. And also, though, sometimes I just hear a girl, yeah, I'm not close enough to, like, tell her, like, hey, what the heck? And I hear her say something like, oh, yeah, I just haven't eaten today. And... Now, I just kind of feel sad. I feel, actually, I feel really, really sad. I'm not mad at her, and it doesn't really even trigger me anymore. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like, she's probably going through the same things that I went through. And, actually, I have this really amazing friend. I love her to death. She's, like, one of my, literally one of my best friends. And years ago, like, or two years ago, like, right when I first started recovering, I just would notice that she kind of make little comments And then I reached out to her and we weren't even that close at that moment. But I was like, hey, sometimes I just like notice that you say these things like, are you okay? I had an eating disorder and I would say those exact same type of things. I'm not saying you have one, but like, I just thought I would check up on you just in case because like you're not alone or whatever. I don't even know exactly what it said, but I think I said something along those lines. And she was like, oh my gosh, yeah. 
Like, I totally am. And it really, like, then, ever since then, we've been, like, so close. Like, that is literally one of the reasons that we're, like, best friends now. And I just love her, like, to death. And so, if you notice someone like that and you feel comfortable, like, asking them or whatever and saying something, do it because it might be really helpful to them. Um, But, yeah, okay, I hope, like, you got something out of this episode and you realize that you really should just love your body and love yourself and yeah I don't know hopefully this wasn't too all over the place but I love you all and thank you for supporting me and listening to me leave me your review if you haven't and yeah okay and happy fall I'm so excited that it's fall it's just the best okay love you hope you have the best week bye